Hey, this is Frank. And this is Dan. We just wanted to talk to you really quickly before we start the show about Joyride, our Joyride campaign. Yeah, we're looking to uh, raise a little bit of money on on the Joyride platform. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're trying to just to fix up the show, you know. It's going to be better. It's going to be faster. It's going to uh, uh, fix your, your diseases. We have the technology. <laughs> we, can, we can rebuild it. <laughs> um, but we need your help. So if you would... Dear listener, if you haven't already, please consider donating to our show. Go to thankgodimatheist.com and then uh, click on the Joyride button. It's right on the right-hand side right. of the screen. You can't miss it. It's right there. We've made it as easy as we know how to make it. Yeah. Um, the girls are still well behind the boys. Yeah, ladies. Uh, so get on there. Please go out and, uh, and, and, uh, and, and give us a little bit of money, and it'll help make the following happen. Hi, guys. Well, from Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. And coming up today, uh, we're in the second half of the show, we're going to be talking about us dumb atheists and our bad arguments. We're so bad Aww. at logic and reasoning and all of those things. We just fail. So we fail. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be discussing all of that, uh, uh-huh. or at very least, uh, the... The Christian apologetics uh, <laughs> view <laughs> view of how bad we are. <laughs> what it is that we're trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the arguments been, we make. There have been a lot. I've, <laughs> I've noticed a lot of arguments uh, out there or a lot of uh, articles out there about, you know, 10 atheist arguments that you can beat. Right. Like, oh, really? Right. And of course, yeah. We'll, and we'll, then there's we'll, a fundamental misunderstanding <laughs> of... Of everything? Of er, the whole thing. Pretty much everything. Everything. Right. All right. Yeah. So we'll we'll discuss that uh, <laughs> down the road in today's podcast. Indeed. Um, but for right now, mm-hmm. I'm going to start with California. <gasps> yeah, uh, I don't okay. know if you've heard of that. That's a state here in these United States. Mm-hmm. It's um, a large one. It's a big one. They're it's running a- out of water, <laughs> I heard. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's good. Uh, that's that's God trying to uh, to uh, he, he's not, kill, not, kill off a bunch of liberals. He should be weeping, but he's not. No, he's he's withholding his tears from them, <laughs> just to to get them. Um, Terrible. The California Supreme Court mm-hmm. has taken an interesting step, and I wanted to just sort of discuss it briefly. Um, they are sort of in charge of the standards, the the the, the practices that each uh, uh, judge in California, okay, kind of has to follow. Sure, yeah, uh, they sense. they are no longer allowed. Judges of California are okay. no longer allowed to um to associate themselves with the Boy Scouts. Really? Yeah. On what grounds? Well, as many of our listeners will know, the Boy Scouts of America is not friendly to you gay folk. Okay, right. Uh, I knew that. They're not, which is to say they uh, they actually will allow gay uh, young men to be scouts, gay kids, uh, but they will not allow gay adults right. to be those, associated with those. Those are little baby step. Right. 
and, and toward it, being a decent that, that organization. One, and that one must have hurt like the Dickens. <laughs> like the Dickens. <laughs> well, now they're uh, they're not going to. Uh, they're, they're, so the so the judges um, are apparently not allowed to be associated um, as judges with groups that they could butt up against, you know, or or groups that are associated with concepts that they could butt up against in their in their ju- oh, in their judgery. Right. No, that makes sense. Yeah, it's a it's a conflict of interest question. Okay. Uh, and they have de- the Supreme Court of California has determined that one of one such group. Because of their stance against gay people. Because they're a hate group. Well, now, Frank. <laughs> they, uh, they are trustworthy. They loyal. Are loyal. Brave. Helpful. Friendly. Clean. Courteous. Kind. Obedient. Cheerful. Thrifty. Brave. Clean. And reverent. Yeah. And hateful. And hateful. And a little bit hateful. And, uh jerks just minorly haiti yeah. they're just a little bit haiti <laughs> um, well how is this how is this uh f- how is this going over in, well in you know there's one judge there, there's a lot of a lot of people are actually very okay with it um well, you yeah. know a, a judge one one uh judge uh robert gluzman uh, former president of the california judges association um, he says, and that association supports this ban. Okay. He says, would a judge be able to join an organization where black men could not be part of the organization? I don't think that would be a close question. Hmm. Hmm. So. Right. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that's an interesting, so that's a good point. Um, however, uh, Judge Julia Kelly uh-huh. said, uh, the issue is whether individual judges can choose in their private lives to be involved in an organization that has tremendous qualities and provides tremendous support for young people. Excuse me, for young people. Mm-hmm. She said, I don't think that uh, a person appearing in my court would think that I'm biased or unfair simply because I help my sons out in their Boy Scout troop. Hmm. How does Judge Joe Brown feel uh, about this? He and Judge Judy got into a <laughs> fist fight. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I, I know uh, little to nothing about the I, I ever the since celebrity TV judge thing. Yeah, it's it's kind of exploded. There's mm. too many of them. I can't yeah. keep track of all. No, of I them. know all of the TV judges. Oh my goodness! And they're the really the only judges that matter in California. I mean, if something's well, not also on t- the ones on The Voice. Those ones. Matter. <laughs> well, you, oh well, yes. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, so, huh? But none, none of them can have anything to do with the Boy Scouts. Right. Also on The Voice, they can't have anything to do with the Boy Scouts. Well, why would you? That's <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that that's interesting. It's a, it, it, it's, it's a sign of, of progress, I've, I would say. Uh, it fe- yes, it, it, it smacks. It has that uh, je ne sais quoi of, of progress. That certain flavor, <laughs> that <laughs> vague nuance in the uh, air. The, oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, great, good. Yep. So there you go. Uh, well, I, ha- I, I, I'm going to continue on with California. Okay. Uh, and uh, and with the gays. Oh, good gays. They do have some there. They do. I've heard. Yes. Um, and. Uh, and so this this is actually a, a, a fair, this is also a story of progress in California. Good, amazing California. It's so sad you're going to dry up in a year. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, so there's this large evangelical church in San Francisco called City Church. Uh-huh. Um, 
It's uh, one of the largest members of the Reformed Church in America is the name of the denomination. Uh, And it's the largest evangelical church in San Francisco. Um, And uh, they have long welcomed their, excuse me, LGBT brothers and sisters Mm. uh, into, into their fold. Uh, as long as they remain celibate, it was that sort of oh. that little bargain, that, oh. that deal, right? Welcome to Welcome, our group, but don't be no, who you are. No gross yucky poo poo sex. <laughs> Gee, thanks, and uh, so, but they've they've changed their tune. Oh, this group of evangelicals has decided uh, that they're lifting that ban, uh, that policy. Um, it will change and that they are, uh, now letting their LGBT, uh, members, uh, freely, um, have sexual intercourse (laughs) (laughs) as much as they like. No, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they're like saying that you still need to be married and all that kind of stuff. The article doesn't go into that, uh, strangely, because that was one of my first questions. Um, but it is really interesting that um, this is this is also not um, uh, unique uh, in 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 sort of these large urban evangelical uh, congregations. Oh no! Uh, I, guess, I guess back in January, Grace Point Church in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, lifted their uh, their ban on. Uh, on gay sex. Really? And uh, in Seattle, Tennessee? In like, Tennessee. Like in, Nashville. in California. I'm like, oh, okay. No, it's Nashville. Nashville. All right. It's, 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 got a, it's got a pretty active gay community there. It's, I was impressed with it's Nashville. It's still Tennessee. But it's Nashville. Uh, they've, got a little, they've got a little strip, a little, a little like gay bars, and little, mm. at least 10 years ago when I was there. Mm. A little bookstore and little shops and whatnot. Far more sort of... Like a little gay little strip than than we've got. Oh, okay. Well, um, there you go. And uh, and then uh, Seattle. They famously uh, had another incident of this. Uh, the East Lake Community Church uh, reversed their policy as well. Mm. Uh, so a very interesting trend when you see evangelical types mm. becoming welcoming of LGBTs. <laughs> I don't know why I said it that way. Members of the LGBT community. I, I like I like saying that members of that community are LGBTs. Yeah, it's like saying the blacks. <laughs> Look at all the blacks doing so well for themselves, and the LGBTs—they're doing so well too. I like it too, but I've never heard it used disparagingly that way. So, I'm right, a, uh, that's my new thing. I'm an LGBT. <laughs> You're mostly a G, mostly G, of all of all of, of, of those four letters, right? I I I'm I'm a G, yeah. But you know, it's that whole collective thing. Right? Sure, we have to we have to stick together. You're part of a group, yeah. You're an LGBT. I'm an LGBT, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah. Well, speaking of of you LGBTs. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go, I, this is basically the same story, different people. What? Uh, the, but a much bigger group, the Presbyterian Church of the United States of America, mm. um, has, has apparently announced, uh, that they are 
going to allow uh, inclusion in their definition of marriage. <gasps> what? Yeah. So the uh, well, it's Presbyterian. It's not quacko conservative. Yeah, but they're not like they're also they're not, not unitarian. They're not unitarian. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> apparently, um, they now have enough votes. I mean, the whole point of Presbyterianism is that they don't want, they don't have like bishops and stuff to make right. their decisions for them. So right. they, they all have to get together and vote or whatever. Right. Yeah. Uh, amendment 14F uh, is, is, is yeah. the official amendment that they were all it voting will go on. go down in history. It will. Remember the 14, what, what was it? 14F? 14F. Remember the 14F. Right. Not to be confused with an F-14, which is a totally different thing. Completely. Do not confuse those two. <laughs> so anyway, um, apparently uh, they are now... Uh, it, the, the language doesn't require Presbyterian ministers to perform these, uh, these acts if they don't want to. Oh, but it allows for... But what it says is that, that, it is? Is that marriage is between two people. That's, all, that, that's what their language now says. Interpret that how you may. Yeah. However, you got to do it in your own thing. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> um, but I think the pressure's on. I think that it's what it's showing is that, like, I mean, this is an entire. This is, you know, the U.S. Presbyterian uh, uh, group. What do you call uh, denomination? Yeah, there you go. Um, is the lar- is yeah this is so this is this is their this largest the largest group of presbyterians and they are just they're saying we're, we're fine with it we're fine with it you know what we we're okay where it's legal we, we, obviously mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so they're not going to do it in in those you know what nine or 10 states the, the remaining few still haven't the holdouts until until the supreme court goes ahead and Makes it illegal across the land. Ha, you thought I was going to say legal, but I went the <laughs> other way. <laughs> then what will these churches do? Yeah, I don't know. What, what, uh, will, what will City Church in San Francisco do? If they can't, if they can't marry the gays? Well, that's not a, 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 theirs wasn't a gay marriage thing. It was just right. allowing them to, to be sexy. To have sexy time. Yeah. Sexy sex time. Um, so yeah, I, I think that that's pretty impressive. They needed to have a majority vote. Not all of the votes are in, but it's clear that they have enough to, uh, to make it legit. That's fantastic. Good for and the now, Presbyterians. You know, yeah. I've always had a, uh, an affinity for, for the Presbyterians. Have you? <laughs> I don't think you know anything about the Presbyterians. I know that they, uh... I know that's where we went to uh, uh, that midnight mass. We did or go midnight church service. We did. We went to a church service, mm-hmm. a, a Christmassy sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, f- when we were back, when I could still talk Frank into going in, into setting foot in a church. Yeah, that's not happening anytime soon. <laughs> not again, folks. Uh, so I don't like it. Well, yeah, that's the point. But I like the Presbyterians. I'd go back. Sure, to Presbyterians. There's nothing wrong with Presbyterians other than the sort of normal thing. There's that's a sort of normal bland protestant mm-hmm. thing that they've got going on the presbyterians board <sighs> the bordeterians it did seem a little bit that way yeah boring. but better than mormon church oh almost anything is less boring than mormon church <laughs> like sitting like if if buddhist practice was just sitting in a room for an hour quietly that's less boring than mormon church yeah uh yeah and a third the time yeah <laughs> Yeah. So, 
Yeah, a Quaker session where nobody stands up. Great. <laughs> better. Great. It's all better than Mormon church. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. What else you got? Oh, do I have to? Oh, please do. <laughs> all right. Um, I, th- this is an interesting one. Um, BYU. Brigham Young University. Sure, in sure. Here in beautiful, our fair state. Beautiful Provo, Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, the town is nothing to look at, but those mountains. Stunning. Jesus Christ. Stunning. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there is a group of BYU graduates who are getting together to push uh, during this uh, round of accreditation reviews for BYU mm-hmm. to for for they're they're pressuring actually the um what is it Department of Education is that through whom these things get done um anyway uh, they're pushing for them to stop kicking out Mormons who lose their faith while attending at BYU oh yeah yeah, that, because they, just, they the, just started doing that. They, didn't they just make that an official policy? No, they always have. So the deal is, you don't have to be Mormon to go to BYU, even right. though the vast majority of people who are at BYU are Mormon. The vast majority. But if you are a member of that small minority that does not, um, that is not Mormon when you enter the school, right? You. You you're still fine. have to, you're fine, but you still have to go through like you have to jump through these little hoops of having like an ecclesiastical endorsement sure. annually where you get together with your clergy, not a Mormon bishop, as the Mormon students have to. Mm. Um, but you get your Mormon clergy or your non Mormon clergy, whoever it is, to sign off this ecclesiastical endorsement huh. that says that you um you're a good kid and uh, he's, to, 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 to the best of their knowledge, you're not violating the honor code of BYU. Okay. Okay. So, um, and, that, and that's basically it, you know. Um, but there's always been this policy that if, if you enter BYU as a Mormon, mm-hmm. you cannot leave Mormonism or, yeah, you can't leave Mormonism or talk about the fact that you are wanting to or whatever, um, Without being kicked out. Yeah, they'll get you. Because you can't, because again, because this ecclesiastical endorsement that everybody has to do. Right. Uh, if they see you tick, you know, away from Mormonism, right. then, then boom, that's the mechanism and you're out. You're gone. And then there's no question asked. Right. You know, like yeah. it's just, you're done, you're out. Boom. Yeah. Uh, so this uh, group of grads is pushing to change that. Uh, they uh, they feel that it is unfair um, and that it creates a a setting that is not exactly welcoming to academic or intellectual freedom. Well, well yeah, that's what they're going for. <laughs> the whole point is that. <laughs> yeah, but but um, they feel like they have a, a good argument. Um, that uh, perhaps the accreditors should uh, make a little bit of an issue. Ah, they want, they want, they they're want going after BYU's accreditation. The accreditation withdrawn. Because they know they're not going to get anywhere with the administration at BYU. They, no. They're, they're not going to change that. No, the administration. They love it. BYU is about retaining Mormons, not getting rid of them. Right, yeah. You know, and hopefully converting some of those 
right. those non-members who show up. Which is totally never going to happen. Oh, well, I don't know. There's could this you? herd mentality thing that, that that's pretty yeah. powerful. But could you imagine being like a non-Mormon? Just showing up going, hey, this I've heard good things about BYU. <laughs> <laughs> you know? They've got a good football team this year. I Maybe mean, I can go there. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, with athletics, that is where you see... Probably the, the majority of the non-members on campus. That would be my guess. And all of the black people. <laughs> I don't know about all. Like all. Like 99.8% <laughs> yeah. of the black folks at BYU are going to be on a on a athletic scholarship. Right, right. 11 out of the 12 yeah. that are there. Of the 12. <laughs> not 11 out of 12, but 11 out of the 12 black people mm-hmm, that they have mm-hmm, on campus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty white. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Um, you know, I mean, BYU has, lar- has largely always been criticized amongst certain uh, groups of its student body. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that I had when I was there for my for my uh, little three semesters at BYU. Mm-hmm. Um, that I had friends who, boy, they 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 were just so critical. Just very active in in criticizing their yeah. Well, there was a, a an off an unofficial student newspaper called the Student Review, I think is what it was called. Hmm. And uh, a, a couple of these friends wrote for it and were heavily involved in that whole thing. And they they would sort of satirize hmm. life on campus and you oh know, dear the the culture of BYU and and often also as well openly criticize. But the, the it was published. Off campus, of course, uh-huh. and uh, and nobody. Um, I don't remember there being a lot of names. I think there were pseudonyms, right? Of course, for, for all the writers, of course, um, because it had to be completely underground. But I mean, that, that's that's BYU. But knowing the BYU Gestapo, mm-hmm. they knew. <laughs> yeah, one of one of these friends, her sister, uh, who was not a student at BYU, but who was just sort of down and sort of in that mix. Mm. Uh, my friend was a, a student at BYU. Um, she, uh, she decides that, uh, she decided that she wanted to march in the homecoming parade. And so mm-hmm. they got all, they got everybody together and they got the permit and everything. And this girl, this friend of my friend, um, put on the frumpiest floral print dress she could find yeah. and marched barefooted with a sign that said, we'll work your way through college. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. That that seems controversial. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, they 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 didn't really like it there very much. No. Too. No. The uh <laughs> the the uh, yeah. There you go. Well, I speaking of Mormons and their weird uh intolerant tolerance. They're very tolerant, but they do so very intolerantly. Yeah. That's how that's how I'm going to phrase it. Mm, mm-hmm. Um one of the leaders of the Mormon Church, this isn't in BYU, but one of the leaders of the Mormon Church, one Elder Todd, D. Todd Christofferson. They always have to have a, an initial somewhere. Yeah. The leaders of the Mormon Church. It's very important. And it's best if it's an initial at the beginning. Ooh, that's a, that's a special one. Yeah. Yeah. It, add, it adds a certain douchiness. Yeah. We have, we have a friend whose, whose father was a, was a general authority of the church, mm-hmm. and we just called him F. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, uh, so this is D. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to call him D. Okay. D. Christ. Okay. Uh, uh, he uh, he 
was asked about recently because you know there's been these 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 excommunications. Lately, oh right, yeah. Of uh, of of dissenters. Yeah, high profile. High profile. High profile excommunications of high profile dissenters, uh, including the, the one of the founders of uh, organ ordained women. Right. That Kate Kelly. Yeah. She's a bit of an upstart. Yeah. <laughs> little uppity. Uh, very. Uh, I, I wouldn't say little. Yeah. She's very, very uppity. Very uppity. She, you know, she does not know her place as a woman. I mean, she's a sweet spirit, but <laughs> she just doesn't understand the Lord's plan for her. Anywho, it's really such a shame because those poor spirits waiting to be born. I know. That were hers. That promised to her. Right. In in her patriarchal, bless, patriarchal blessing. Which I guarantee you, she was promised some spirits. Some babies. Some babies. I don't know that she's not going to be a mom. But that we're going to be born into the covenant. Oh, yeah. You that's know, true. That's what's not going to happen. Now, she's now no longer covenant-y. Uh, <laughs> as, so, is her, as is her, her compatriot uh, or her comrade in arms, uh, one Mr. John DeLynn. Right. Who was, a, who was a, an outspoken... Uh, he was a podcaster, is a podcaster, is a podcaster and, yeah. and, and, and had a website that basically was a, an open forum talking about flaws that they saw, that he saw on in, within, mm-hmm. uh, the LDS church him. I, it makes sense to me for them to kick him out. Cause he was openly like, just like, I don't believe most of this shit. And <laughs> it was just like, well, what the fuck are you still doing there then? Yeah. But her, she was clearly, I, I believe that she was a sincere she was sincere in her membership and and right. her belief in the church, right. and 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 it probably and it, I'm sure it hurt her deeply to be excommunicated. Yeah, in sure. the wake of these chilling excommunications, yes, uh, these these moments where clearly the message the church has sent is, you must not campaign against us ever. Right, right. Uh, uh, D. Christ was asked. Uh, can people are people allowed are members allowed to be for gay rights publicly oh no on 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 the webs or whatever someone dared ask the question mm-hmm. were well, they excommunicated they were instantly excommunicated <laughs> and uh and evicted from utah um <laughs> fast track ex- excommunication uh no and so his answer was interesting uh he said Sure. Why? Uh, you can hold uh, beliefs even though they are different from uh, what's taught. What he says? "Quote our approach is our approach in all of this, uh, as Joseph Smith said, is persuasion. <laughs> you can't use the priesthood and the authority of the church to dictate. You can't <laughs> compel. You can't coerce." It has to be persuasion. Oh, what a fucker. What? Gentleness and love unfeigned, as, it, <laughs> as the words in the scripture. Um, he basically said, it's okay for you to express support for LGBT right. uh, causes right. on like your Facebook or whatever. Sure. But you can't join, you can't join the groups that are actively... Against the, the church's policies. Oh. It's basically, it's ba- he said, uh, <laughs> oh. in our view, it, do- it doesn't really become a problem unless someone is out attacking the church and its leaders. 
If, there, if that's a deliberate and persistent effort and trying to get others to follow them or trying to draw others away, trying to pull people, if you will, out of the church or away from its teachings and doctrines. Wow. I, wait, weren't you the one that was just talking about persuasion, yeah. Mr. Christofferson? Yeah. That's, Appar- apparently, that's choice. Apparently the church leaders can persuade. The church members can only speak. You you can yeah. you can you can have your opinion. You can even say your opinion. Right. But if you try and convince anyone else of your opinion, you're gone. But where where's where exactly is the line between saying what your opinion is and tr- and trying to change the opinions of others? Right? Like that line uh, is for them to know yeah. and you to find out. Because the expression of an opinion uh, you know, well-stated yeah. opinion uh, can be highly persuasive, all I, on its own. Sure, I think I think that the main thing is, uh, if you get their attention, you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> they're, so they're not trolling Facebook, no, but for if you, but individuals' if, comments, but, if but you they are organi- trolling it for groups. And if you organize a march around the temple or something, oh, you're done. You're, you're done. Toast. You're toast. Uh, bye bye. No, we don't need you anymore. Nope. Thank you very much. Because that that would be persuasive, rather than just expressing your opinion. They were. He was what also if, what asked, if you just as the as your means to express your opinion, you marched around Temple Square. No, nope. if that was the way you chose to express your opinion. No, you didn't say, and you weren't. You're. I'm not trying to persuade. You're, you're holding a sign that says, "I'm not trying to persuade anybody of anything." However, however, my this opinion. is my opinion, and you walk and you march around Temple Square. Does that uh, land you in hot water? Do you get on the news? Um, yes. Then you're in hot water. <laughs> if you got on the news, you're in hot water. If you don't so, make, if you don't so, make it onto the news, you're okay. You're okay. So what if you had a bag over your head <laughs> and you march around with the same sign? Well, then you're just gonna bump into people. Then you cut whole holes. Oh, okay. You just uh, don't let people know who you are. Well, then they can't get you. But what now if you're they, just what now if you're. Came, what if they came up and asked you your name? Then that I wouldn't tell them. <laughs> I just wouldn't tell them. He was also asked, uh, by the way, right at the end. Um, uh-huh. Could there be a time when the LDS Church would change its change its position on gay marriage? Oh no. Nope, he said. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Famous last words. Fifteen years? How long? Fifteen. 10, uh, 20? What is it? It's between 10 and 20. Yeah. And I can't... Things move faster now. Yeah. So, so it's, it's harder to say. So it's probably closer to 10 but years. But they're still very old. Like all of the leaders of the LDS but church... they're all about to die. Well, it, so that's the question. How many of them can die how quickly? <laughs> and that That's the handicapping. <laughs> I, I would have to do a full analysis before I could give you the over-under on... Uh, <laughs> On when the LDS Church <laughs> does gay marriage, I'm gonna say I'm gonna I put it far out. I put it at 20. You think further? Okay. In our lifetime, certainly. I don't know. I think it's gonna become. I mean, think about where the gay rights movement, where it was in 1995. Right. Right. Yeah. And where it is 20 years later in this country. Think about what the the LDS Church's stance 20 sure. years ago. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And how they were dealing with homosexuality. Well, and the other thing like, is, the other thing that accelerates this process is that 
everybody uh, gay people are coming out now right all the gay people are coming out right so you don't get to have hidden gay people no so then when your son is gay he tells you right when your daughter's gay she tells you when your nephew when your favorite nephew in the whole fucking world says oh guess what auntie i'm gay right you're going to reconsider your position on gay marriage. Right. And that's going to continue to happen. And also, like, not for nothing. Gonna ha- that's going to be happening in the families of general authorities, right. too. Yes. And it is happening in their families. Yeah. And the uh, the other thing is that, like, gay marriage is going to be legal in the entire country yeah. uh, this year, probably. Right. And then everyone's going to wait around for the hell to all break loose and it will not and then everyone will get bored about it right and then it'll start to look really weird then everyone who's not doing it will soon start to look really weird so the question is when does it start to look really anachronistic 10 years i think in a decade yeah but i think if they don't move in 10 years on the issue if they don't figure something out the problem is and we've talked about this before they have a very difficult theology to work with yeah with regards to gay marriage true because it it's it's not just a love union that they're working <laughs> on here right no yeah it's 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 they're in a they're tricky gonna have to get very there's gonna have to be <sighs> so what, some peyote involved like what's gonna get <laughs> Yeah, I, somebody's I, gonna have to have a vision, like a real vision. <laughs> uh, well, that's what's gonna happen, right? They're gonna some some president of the church is going to have a you know literally God is going to say to him, "It's okay now." Well, I th- I think this one takes a visit from God. Yeah. Oh this yeah. One, this, Jesus has to show up to tell the prophet what to do on this. Right. One. Right. So you got to have a prophet who's crazy enough to do and it. just liberal enough. No, it's actually going to be the craziest conservative of them all who's going to have the epiphany. You know what? It, no, it's going to be something worse than that. It's going to be the businessiest one. It's going to be the one who all his life in business knew that he had to make compromises. And he made them all the time in business. Right. And he's just going to see the writing on the wall. He's going to understand why they're losing all of their members. And he's right. just going to go, okay, fuck it. We're just doing it. So, oh, okay. Because I was imagining somebody actually believing that they'd seen jesus oh really yeah you, I, I think i think there's still a few of those <laughs> you know i think your boy kk's you think he's kkk i think he's he's seen jesus i don't i i i'm just, even if it's just in a dream right yeah they can talk themselves into it but i i think those guys are all such bullshit i who knows i think who knows what goes on in their wackadoo yeah that's heads. true that's true, Dan. Bunch of wackadoo guys. Anyway, you got one more? <laughs> I have one more. Go ahead. Uh, and this is, um, this has to do, specifically, I started looking at um, this uh, bill that's uh, up in Georgia. Um, it's uh, one of these freedom or religious freedom restoration acts mm-hmm. or RFRA. RFRAs? Sure. RFRA? Or ARFRAs? Oh, we love those. What do you like better, Arfra or Rifra? I like Rifra. <laughs> okay. Does the Rifra involve themselves in the Rifra? Yeah. Um. Yes. <laughs> um. Anywho, uh, this it, it's it's a very interesting thing 
this this uh, backlash against same sex marriage and what it's what it's bringing about on the state level. Yeah, um, because you know, I mean, it was back in the '90s that the federal RIFRA uh, passed. Sure, and that's that's what sort of laid the 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 the, the groundwork for the the Hobby Lobby decision, right? Yeah, um, and. Uh, so now, but the thing about it was that it, it really didn't extend down into the states. Okay. That's sort of my understanding right. of a sentence that I read that said <laughs> that. Um, and uh, <laughs> so, um, so that, that's why a number of these states are, are really conservative states are, are starting to do this. Uh, it's this fear that they, um, that, same-sex marriage is somehow infringing upon their own, you know, religious freedoms. Mm. I, I just don't understand it. I don't get it. Um, I mean, I, I, I know the couple, you know, the, the, the cake, the wedding cake argument and the wedding mm. photographer argument and right. all that, but it just doesn't seem like enough of a real issue to have this amount of backlash. But anyway, so Georgia is... Um, they're poised at the moment to pass um, perhaps the uh, harshest of these. Okay. Um, and uh, it would allow uh, discrimination, uh, judicial um, obstruction, uh, and uh, possibly even domestic violence. All, huh? in the, all in the name of religious freedom. Well, I mean, I guess, I guess the Bible does talk about... Exactly. Whipping... And they you have, need a whooping. They've worded theirs such that what they're saying is that the government cannot um, substantially bur- quote substantially burden a person's exercise of religion without a compelling government interest, mm. and it has to be the least restrictive means of furthering that in- interest. Huh? Okay. Sure. So the exercise of religion because of this can be about any, any practice, right? Okay. Whether, whether or not they can actually tack it to a Bible verse or something that their broader community also believes. If any, so anybody can make up any claim that they did it or didn't do whatever on religious grounds. So if my reli- if I just sort of decide out of the blue that my religion is that I walk around with my genitals hanging out, you might be able to do that and get away with it. Or they have to f- they have to find the least intrusive accommodation for that belief that they can find. Right. So maybe you have to have um, some sort of flag or something that's kind of covers it. Sure. So yeah. so that your genitals are outside of your pants. Mm. But they are still concealed from. It's my closely held religious belief that uh, that that everyone else has to see them. (laughs) This is the problem. Maybe not the children. Maybe I. Maybe the thing is that I can build a barrier that only someone above like five foot six can see. (laughs) (laughs) That seems like a reasonable accommodation. uh, Accommodation, yeah, and it's the least restrictive. Of the accommodation. Right. Yes, exactly. Right. You can't, you, it's the least you guys can do for me. Now look at my balls. <laughs> look at them. I like the idea. You know, here's what I'm smelling off of this. Okay. I am smelling huge opportunity for a counterculture business to come in league with Lucian Greaves and the, and the oh. satanic temple. Absolutely. And yeah. just start denying people service. 
offer something great, offer something amazing. The best pancakes in town. And then just be like, oh, no, 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 no Christians. We don't allow right. Christians. Right. We don't serve you. Right. Well, I think it's, it's, I don't think you'd cause any great outrage by limiting doing doing some sort of stunt where you what you're trying to do is limit people access to something i think it is more about walking around with you know with, with your, your proverbial genitals hanging out. <laughs> something like that right like like that's that's what you have to do you have to be trying to get away with something right that is a violation of some sort of you know simple little law somewhere right, right, right? Exactly. like you don't want to actually go beat your wife and no. then claim that you're doing that you're you know what verse in the bible says that it's you know it's totally a, cool right? right or um it's required actually i'm pretty it, sure i'm pretty sure you're at, you're actually right <laughs> um but they're saying that um city clerks could refuse to marry interfaith couples of course if that was a problem for sure. them or um, or inner in different interracial races. interracial yeah. couples sure um hotels could uh deny services to jews sure. i don't know why that was so specifically stated um, because of jesus um, he, his, how, his parents were jews who were denied room in the inn uh, yes, indeed. <laughs> it's a long-standing tradition it's of denying Jews place at hotels. Right. Um, and then uh, there's uh, housing developments could keep people out for race. Uh, sure. Pharmacies could refuse to, to dispense birth control. Yeah, um, or anything. Uh, schools could specifically allow anti-gay bullying. Ooh, what if you got a Scientology pharmacist, a Scientologist pharmacist? He could stop giving any, like, antidepressants. <laughs> Or any of that stuff. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 a problem. It's a problem for Georgia, and it's a problem in this nation that, um, you know, I I think it's I don't know what needs to change in the discussion about, or if anything could even change in the discussion about the expansion of rights for um specifically the gay community but for groups in general sure to keep the 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 more reactionary parts of our society from feeling like they're being specifically attacked they feel attacked they feel by gay rights targeted it, yeah yeah and it and it's like and that's so completely f the last thing i think on anybody's mind right well except for they like here's the thing you tell any human being, and I mean you, me, I mean any human being. If you say, hey, your belief might be wrong, right? the first impulse is, I'm under attack! <laughs> like, that's, that's just like the human response to it instantly is to be like, how dare you? There's right. nothing about me that's wrong. Right. And then, like, rational people go, wait. Right. Calm that little fight or flight, little reptilian mind of yours for just long enough to hear what they have to say. Right. Holy shit, that person's correct. I'm an idiot. Hmm. Uh, or whatever. Right. Or at least, you know, let me come up with a rational reason why this may or may not be true. Right. Um, so, but but I think it's fair that, like, I... I I know that when someone challenges my beliefs, I'm getting much better at this. As, as I get older and whatever, I'm uh -huh. much better at just being okay with my beliefs being challenged really sure you are absolutely <laughs> are you challenging that because i'm open to it it's fine i think so uh, really huh i 
I wouldn't necessarily agree with that. Okay, I'd love to hear your argument about that. <laughs> In the meantime, See, we're modeling it. We're modeling. Yeah, we're doing yeah, a good job. Yeah, yeah. That's for you, kids. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess I get it. I guess I, especially when you've lived in a bubble your whole life where everybody yeah. believes the same as you. And that's that's probably Georgia in a nutshell. Yeah, right? I mean maybe outside of outside of uh, Atlanta. Oh yeah, I'm not talking about Atlanta here. Right, I'm talking about Stone Mountain. We're, we're talking about Georgia. <laughs> we're not talking about Atlanta. We're talking about Georgia. We're talking about <laughs> just Dahlonega. Uh, or uh, trying to think of other obscure parts of georgia macon yeah that's a place that's a place but isn't it isn't all of georgia now a suburb of atlanta yeah because i mean that's that's some serious <laughs> sprawl they've got going on there it's true it's so, true i think there are actually parts of like uh alabama, alabama and tennessee that are also suburbs also georgia of, of atlanta or of atlanta yeah parts of atlanta exactly i don't think that's true but none of florida they didn't get any of Florida. Yeah. Thanks. Anyway, uh, if, if y'all have some input on, on all of this, we'd love to hear it. Uh, you can write to us. That's podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail. Uh, the phone number is 424-666-8442. We love it when you do that. Mm. Go to the Facebook page, too. Facebook.com slash Atheist. And also on Facebook, you can search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge. I'm getting really good at being able to tell who's a real person and who's just trying to yeah. get into our, our lounge. Without even, like, now I don't even have to, like, jump onto a lot of their oh, really? to their accounts to see. I can, I can just spot them. Really? They got their tricks. I know what, I, I'm onto them. Yeah? Are, are these people trying to get in for nefarious yeah. purposes? Yeah, they're going to spam you if, they, if you let them in. Ew. Yep. No way. So I'm I'm vigilant. You have to request to be let in and if I can't see enough about you, if you have blocked too much of your uh oh of yeah. your of, of your profile, uh-huh. I then it's a pain in my ass because then I gotta like email or I gotta message you and be like, Hey, you tell me something about TGIA or I don't I can't let you in. Uh-huh. And that that's that's just a pain. Yeah. But okay. you know, I'm willing to do it. <laughs> and then you guys, you message me back, and then you're in. Well, good. It's so easy. Well, that's fantastic. Dude. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, uh, we're gonna take a quick break. Yeah. This we, is uh, who was this? Again? We got some Glenn Beck coming at you. He's uh, he's very concerned. He's always very concerned. Yesterday, I read a story about Elton John, who is upset at fashion designers Dolce and Gabbana. Dolce and Gabbana, like Elton John, are gay. They were a couple for a long time. They happen to have a different view on what the best family structure is. They believe that a child needs the mom and the dad, and they're opposed to artificial insemination. For simply stating that view, Elton John, who I think wrote a couple of songs about freedom, went after them and called on his army of fans and fellow celebrities to boycott them and destroy their business. Are you kidding me, man? Really? Is this the kind of freedom that we're at? Anyone who feels the same as Dolce and Gabbana, let me ask you, are they empowered to express their view or are they now afraid that Hollywood and progressives will come after them? The party of progress is making progress indeed. Back to the dark ages. Back to the days when differing scientific views were labeled heresy and black magic. As the march towards conformity continues, 
America gets farther and farther away from the place where those who will change the world with art and science and music, those who will bring on the next renaissance, just might find themselves locked up in a tower and sadly never paint the next Mona Lisa. Oh, God. I was waiting. I've been waiting for this next Mona Lisa for like forever. <laughs> I've been sitting around just like, where is that thing? Mona Lisa Pot de. It's like locked in a tower. Yeah. Somewhere. Well, the, the artist is locked in a tower. So, Unable to paint it. Right? It's uh, so sad. Dan. It's shocking. It's shocking. The, the, the freedom. Where's the freedom? Okay. We have. Uh, what? All I see are, are people having freedom here. Right. The Dolce and Gabbana, they said their thing. They have the freedom to say they, it. They 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 said it. Uh, 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 Elton John, he he, sa- he was free to say his thing. Oh, and then guess what? The public is free to decide whether Elton John or Dolce and Gabbana's full of shit or did not care at all. Right. Like, yeah, uh, Elton like, John is not calling who, for. Who are you trying to muzzle here? The government to like shut down D and G stores in right. the US or no, whatever. He's, he's not saying, call, he's just saying uh I'm I not gonna shop there anymore. I'm and gonna guess I'm gonna go ahead and guess that Glenn Beck has called on people to vote with their wallets every so often. <laughs> uh it, I think that's a safe safe I, wager. Again. I think that he doesn't see hmm. it as as a as an attack on freedom no. when it's on his side. Exactly. And that's that's exactly it. Yeah. He he just can't see beyond the end of his nose. All of that being said, <sighs> Dolce and Gabbana are kind of idiots. Yeah. They actually did, like, two gay men who were, I mean, it, Italy's different, as yeah. you well know. Yeah. But two gay men who were like, well, yeah, but I'm gay and I'd like to have kids, but I probably shouldn't because uh, it's not natural or whatever. Right. You guys are dumb. <laughs> yeah, you're going to piss off Elton. <laughs> Sir Elton's not yeah, you you're gonna piss a couple people off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not the way to say what was on their mind at all. Well, and it shouldn't be on their mind. It shouldn't be on their mind. They're dumb. Right. Anyway. Um But yeah, I mean it's easy enough to say, well, no, we're not interested in having kids. Right. Period. And we move Full on. Full stop. Right. Done. S- say it say those other things in the comfort of your own mansions. <laughs> You're fine. You've got plenty of people who will listen to whatever you want to say. Uh, uh so but, there you go. what was nice about the whole thing is that I actually found out that Dolce and Gabbana uh were uh, actual people who are still alive. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Yes. Yes. That that much is true. <laughs> it's uh it's somebody Dolce and somebody else Gabbana. Wow. And they're still alive. I'm going to guess one of them's named Fabio. Uh, it's almost guaranteed. <laughs> which one? Which one of you is Fabio? Uh, we are not Fabio. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> um, we had some folks uh, write in and call in to us. Yeah, it's true. Um, Jesse wrote in. Yeah, uh, she had a couple things to say. One of them, she's we, you and I, if you'll recall, had a little a little ch- chat about um, chivalry. Ah, and and and, yes. and whether that's the same as respect and uh mm, okay. and, and I insisted that holding open a car door for a woman is is a relic of of a non-equal time. Mm, yeah. Uh, 
if it's specific to a woman right yeah. so uh she so jesse wrote and said uh, holding open the car door for a woman i think i got I, I got thinking about the origins of this tradition and i was wondering if maybe it had to do with a time before cars when people would ride ho- in horse-drawn carriages may horse-drawn carriages maybe a woman with her copious skirts and petticoats and things would physically have a tough time getting up into her seat without her man lending a hand hmm. uh so picture this. All her life, this young lady has been getting help with her courtier or husband helping to launch her up into the carriage. And then the automobile is invented. One of the, On the day of her first car ride, does he just say, you're on your own? Seems kind of rude. <laughs> you got me thinking about this tradition and where it might have come from, so I'm going with holdover from a different era. What do you think? Uh, so I, I think, who the hell cares where it came from? <laughs> You're probably right. I mean, yes, it has to do with... It seems like it just didn't spring up with the cars. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The question isn't where did it come from for me. The question is why are we still doing it? Why is it still here? Yeah. 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 That's that's kind of where I'm at. Because it's nice, Dan. It's a nice thing to do. I open the door for everybody. You know, when it's when it's sort then of a you're nice. convenient thing to do. Yeah, when it's a nice... Oh, and, but you're nice when it's convenient. Well, like Is when that it, what you're saying? No, I'm saying when it's more convenient, when I'm approaching from one side of a car and the mm-hmm. other person's already on the other side of the car, it actually takes more time oh. for me to cross around to the car and open the door and then cross all the way back around. I'm Let not, me be sure that, the, like, that everybody understands that I think opening car doors for each other is just dumb. Yeah, I was going to say, you've it's never opened the car door for anybody in your life. Just dumb, okay? Um, holding open a door, mm. like go, like maybe taking a step forward and pulling open a door, like a, a door going into a building. Yeah. That, I think, is a very nice, polite thing to do. But it doesn't necessarily need to happen by anyone gender for anyone gender. Right, right. right. Absolutely. It just, it's a nice, polite thing to do. I still open a car door. It, again, if my approach is from the passenger side, if we're both walking up and I'm on the passenger side, I'll unlock the car door and open it for whoever's getting in. I don't wait for them to get in and then close it necessarily, but right. I just do that just as a nice thing. Yeah. I, and and you know, open. I had that one lovely awkward experience just the other day. I was going into a, I was going to a coffee shop and a woman opened the door, and I was like. You know those those awkward twenty paces still off. Oh, that don't. And she just, she, but she didn't make a thing out of it. She just just sort of nonchalantly stood there at the door holding it open. Did you pick open. up your pace, or did you just keep walking the same pace? What did you do? I just kept walking the same pace. Now, see, that's not the right thing to do. Well, You're supposed to pick up the pace, right? At that point. But here's the thing: I didn't realize what she was doing until I even because she, she wasn't even looking at me. She was just being oh. really super nonchalant about it. Oh no! So when I got up, I was like, "Wait a minute! Were you holding that door open for me this whole time?" And she was like, "Yep." And I was like, "Oh, you, you chivalrous <laughs> lady, you." <laughs> I said something a lot silly along those lines. Right, right. I, it's hard to imagine. <laughs> Me being silly? <laughs> that is hard to imagine. I'm usually such a serious man. <sighs> uh, do you want to play a voicemail? Yes, I do. I have uh, um, Rebecca um, responding to something that we said about uh, uh, lesbians. Okay. Hey, Dan. This is Rebecca, one of your listeners. Um, maybe your last lesbian less listener left after that last episode. Hello. However, I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> um, I wanted to propose a plurality of lesbians um, 
I was thinking in the car on the way um, from work listening to your podcast that um, maybe perhaps a a group of lesbians should be called a process, um, going hearkening back to the lesbian ability to process. Anyway, I uh, was just inspired to call and uh, just let you know you do have at least one lesbian listener left, um, but <laughs> you guys crack me up. Anyway, thank you. Well, I, I'm I'm glad to to know that there's at least one at lesbian. least one still hanging on yeah, that, who who can put up with us. Yeah, a, a process <laughs> of lesbians. So what we we had been talking, we had been joking about lesbians, and then we we couldn't mm-hmm. come up with with what a group of lesbians. Right, because would you be have called. a gaggle of gays, a gaggle of gays. Right. Yes, yeah. and uh, and so we were trying to come up with a with a lesbian equivalent. We couldn't. So a process is pretty good. That's pretty good. I'm not sure what processing you're referring to technically yeah Le- lesbians emotional ability, ability to process but but nonetheless know. but you have inspired ha- us it, ha- it has a certain uh, ring to it like it yeah. sounds oh, yeah. very natural it sounds like real. I, I could adopt that tomorrow and it could just be what a, it could just be a thing a, a group of lesbians is in my mind right but yeah you're right we we've been inspired we decided that we, we need to. We decided we needed to come up just a few of our own. Yeah, we're just gonna put more out there and just uh, and let y'all decide what you want, what you think a, a group of lesbians should be called. What do you got, Frank? Um, I have a a flannel of lesbians. <laughs> a flannel of lesbians is a pretty good one. Yeah, a pretty good one. Um, I I came up with either a monogamy or a commitment of lesbians. Ooh, the the <laughs> both of those are really good. I like those. Okay. Um, I have a, a buffet of lesbians. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna lose our last lesbian. <laughs> I decided that if there's a guitar within three miles, you could have a folk of lesbians or oh. or an indigo of lesbians. Oh, uh, that's that's <laughs> awesome. Oh, you're being much nicer than I am. Um, Don't worry, they get worse. I have a softball team of lesbians. Uh-huh. Uh, sure, that's a that's a given. That's a yeah, that's just a thing. Um, <laughs> I said if they're around men who are hitting on them, a disappointment of lesbians. <laughs> uh, I have a garage of lesbians. Oh, I came up with the same one. Are you serious? I said if it's motorcycle season, it's either a garage or a rumble of lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> And then my last one is um, a Sears of lesbians. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> which brings us to my last one, which is, if they're listening to our show, a grump of lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I love that it. That may have been our first top ten list, Frank. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that was fun. That was good. Um, mm. I'm going to switch to another email before okay. anybody processes that. <laughs> Pro- process that, lesbians. Um <laughs> Uh, this is from uh, Rabbi Gruber. Oh, hey. Our, our good friend Rabbi yeah. Gruber, who wrote in, he said, the humanist society, he's, he's actually referring to, uh, he's writing in, in reference to when we were talking about Oklahoma and their, uh, their bill to get rid of marriage licenses completely. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, right. He says, hey, guys, the Humanist Society, an affiliate of the American Humanist Association, certifies humanist celebrants. Each celebrant goes through a, seri- uh, a serious certification process, mm. unlike the Universal Life Church. Mm. There, there are obviously less humanist celebrants in the, uh, in the South, and Oklahoma has none. The closest humanist celebrant in Oklahoma is me. <laughs> 
So, if the crazy lawmakers there pass the law you discussed, have no fear. I will happily officiate for all Oklahoma atheists. <laughs> That's wonderful. Oh, Rabbi Gruber. Oh. You, and you can find Rabbi Gruber. Gruber. I'm going to just plug his website. You might as well. Yeah. Uh, at interfaithweddingrabbi.net. Yeah. Fantastic. You, he, he went with the .net. Maybe uh, the .com, the interfaith <laughs> weddingrabbi.com was already taken. Okay. Well, there you go. So. And rabbi, in case you don't know, is rabbit without the T. Oh, yeah. For spelling purposes. Yes, in, in, in fact. All right. So we have um, another, another We do. Uh, this is Chad. Um, Chad is responding. We've sort of made it official policy uh, here at TGIA um, that when the Mormon missionaries show up at your door, uh, put them to work. And so yeah. Chad, Chad's chiming in on that. Great. Hey, Frank and Dan. This is Chad in South Carolina. I uh, listened to a recent podcast, and you mentioned the uh, Mormon missionary labor corps essentially and it made me think of a time that my uh my ex-wife used the mormon missionary labor corps to take all of the cabinet doors out of the kitchen paint them and then uh, hang them back up later um granted she was doing so as a counter um apologetic you know evangelical christian mission tour so you had two combative uh, ideologies going on there, but yeah, we've we've used the Mormon Missionary Labor Corps in the past. Highly recommended. Uh, I would uh, ten give it a ten. Would do it again. Have a good one, guys. Bye. It's brilliant. That's really smart. So, I mean, obviously, just trying trying to get them to believe what you believe is dumb. Yeah. That's not going to help anything. But I tell you what, screw going to the Home Depot and picking up some. No. Some uh, some actual laborers who who will require payment. <laughs> just call yeah. the Mormons. Yeah, the missionaries should actually just stand out in front of. Uh, they could bust up that whole system. They could just offering right. Well, free I, labor. What I don't think we want is, is them ruining it for some you know nice <laughs> men who need. Work. I guess that is kind of what I was suggesting. There wasn't. <laughs> Uh, anyway. That's not nice of me. Damn it. Um, Coca wrote into us. Mm. Uh, Frank doesn't think your name is real, by the way, Coca. <laughs> uh, she wrote in and said, Hey, I just had to write and tell you that I've recently noticed how good looking you two are. Hey. I haven't seen many, very many pics in the past, so please post more. You're both hot. That's all I have to say. Well, thank you, Coca. <laughs> and she said, wow. And the beginning of this next uh, paragraph made initially made me worried she said actually that's not true i was like oh we're not hot oh, oh. yeah but she, she said no i love your podcast so what she's referring to is that that's not all she has to say ah uh, yeah took uh, me a second. yeah okay actually <laughs> that's not true i love your podcast particularly because you don't take yourselves too seriously yeah. i haven't donated in the past but uh. when i think about how much i spend on starbucks and chipotle I guess I can send some your way every month. Oh. We'll definitely be checking out your merch, too. Keep up the good work. Well, thank you, Koja. she did check out our merch. She did. She, she ended up shirt. ordering a t-shirt. Yeah. And, uh, and she also is now a monthly subscriber. That's fantastic. Thank you, uh, So thank you so much. Also, in our monthly uh, donor list on PayPal, uh, Willow has, uh, has joined up the ranks of our, mm-hmm. of, of, of our uh, monthly donors. Mm-hmm. Um, they did not. These two did not opt to go uh, to to join up as part of the uh, the joyride 
campaign, which is which is just fine, fine. It's, absolutely it's, fine. Yeah, it's, um, it's whichever one works better for you. So yeah. we're but but we uh we we have been trying to uh, get people onto the joyride thing. Uh, what what's the tally there? All what right. do we got? Well, we have three new members um, as of our recording, um, and uh, that brings us up to three thirty nine a month. I mean, or was it three thirty nine a month? Three thirty-six a month, meaning we're fourteen dollars away from our goal, from our of, first goal. from our first goal of three fifty a month. And at that point, we're going to do an upgrade of our, our studio uh, and uh, kind of fix some things that are breaking around here. Right. Uh, and so, um, you know, it's it's incredible. We love the support. Um, and uh, the three new donors uh, this week are David, Kelsey, and Hal. Uh, that brings the tally. The the Women to men tally. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, 17 women and 23 men. Oh. So uh, thank you, David and Hal. You're making it harder for for, <laughs> for the women to uh, to uh, get their uh, women, ladies only uh, uh, Google Hangout. Right. Boy, my, my brain's just not firing today. Can I, can I point something out mm-hmm. uh, to all of you listeners out there? Uh, on Joyride, we're we are currently on their homepage. If you go to getjoyride.com, you'll see our logo yeah. among two others. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the other ones is Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Ooh, uh, that's Law of Attraction. My understanding is is uh, pseudoscience bullshit, <laughs> and uh, I want to beat them. <laughs> uh, and on the other side of us, so that's on one side of us. On the other side of us is the UFO podcast. Right. And we're not we're we're beating the, the law of attraction, but she just looks like she just got started. This this UFO podcast is kicking our asses, and we can't have, we cannot <laughs> allow it. We can't. This must not stand, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. You know he listens to us, right? Good. He should Martin. donate. <laughs> Get on it, Martin. I'm pretty sure he did. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, if you want to uh, to join the ranks of, of the good people who are making <laughs> this podcast happen, please go to thankgodimatheist.com and click on the Joyride link. Awesome. Yeah, I, I, I concur. Yeah. All um, right. So what, what, wait, what's next? Did that, get us, that got us through everything? I think we're through. Okay. We made it. <sighs> we did it. Now we can just, now we just stop the show. T- no, well, no, we're talking about so much how more. How dumb we atheists are! We're just dumb. We have terrible arguments. This has come up they, so there, many times. Apparently, they're really common, and, mm-hmm. and because there's all these lists about the ten most common right um, atheist arguments and why they fail. Um, I've been seeing this, I, you know, on the on the Facebook mm-hmm. uh, on, on at the TGIA members only lounge. Oh yeah, uh, a lot of people have been posting these uh, these a ton of different links about you know the atheism's biggest flaws and atheism arguments don't work. And here, let me let us show you why. These are all sort of Christian generated right. articles about what we believe. And why it's wrong. What we don't believe. And why it doesn't work. And of course, of course, you're getting, what we're getting is an army of straw men. Right. Uh, for those of you who don't know, a, a straw man argument is is you take your opponent's argument mm-hmm. or you, 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 you attribute to your opponent an argument that they don't use. <laughs> an argument right. that they don't forward. Right. 
And then you take it down. Right. Because it's, yeah. And it's easy to take it down because it's, Cause you're putting up a weak argument. Right. Exactly. You're putting up a, an argument that they, yeah, that your opponent has nothing to do with. Right. And then being like, look at how easy it was for me to take them down. <laughs> so easy. <laughs> Um, or an argument that, that it, or it smacks of an argument. It has right. that sort of sense of being very close to what you might hear sure. people in the atheist community uh, throw around as, as comments that they make. Or It may even have like the same verbiage, just mm-hmm. slightly altered. Right. So for instance. Or they make a big assumption about what it means. Right. And tear down their their assumption. But anyway. So for instance, uh, I've got one pulled up. And this one, I, the one that I chose is one of the ones that has sort of to me it's one of the better ones it's one of the ones where they're actually more less disingenuous than most mm-hmm. but they're still totally disingenuous mm-hmm. um so so <laughs> so their first one is atheism isn't a belief but the lack of a belief now this is tricky for me because i believe that atheism isn't a belief right um and there's been a lot of 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 arguing about that Okay. Uh, in uh, even among atheists lately, I've been seeing a lot. I've been seeing it pop up a lot, where atheists are saying atheism actually is a belief, and we need to stop saying that. And here's where here's where okay. they're coming from. Okay, um, they're coming from the idea that uh, even though atheism, the concept of atheism, has no belief in a god, most atheists believe that there is no god. Okay. Do you see the difference there? Do you see what the, what we've done here? Yeah. It's it's a tricky one. Um, this guy says well, uh, that this is what he calls the single definition of atheism. Okay. This, the, this Christian guy, he says uh, um, that that we atheists like to use this definition because we feel that it protects us from certain criticisms uh, the the Christians are bringing against us. For example, if atheism is a lack of a belief, then atheists can't be criticized for believing anything. Um, I think that it's, but the, the, I mean, but we're not a cohesive community with, that has like, does it, like the, we we don't have prescribed beliefs. We don't have a system. We don't have a system. There's no there's no you know doctrine and dogma, you know, associated with an atheist like members of the. Fellow, our fellow members of the atheist community, there's just nothing like that that ties us together. Well, this guy would challenge that, too. His point number two is that uh, the, the atheists make is, quote, atheism is not a or has no philosophy. And he says um, this is not true because – and the, the way he says it is wrong. He actually – his argument's actually stupid. But it put me to, into the mind of something that is a, might be a valid argument, which is that while atheists believe don't have a philosophy per se, mm-hmm. a unifying philosophy, right. I would say most atheists would be, believe that government should be secular, should that government you know that government should be uh, non-theistic in its approach to governing. Sure, that to me is a philosophy. Right. I think that there are political philosophies associated that, that we could say are pretty universal to atheists. I mean, I, that's yeah, more of a yeah, fairness but, philosophy. That's right. more. Of, that's more of an inclusiveness philosophy than right, it but, is. But but any of these. I mean, I I I, I yeah. I, I don't I don't know. So I just I the, just I just see that like this lack of any kind of central anything. Right. Right. Be, because of that, like the to to be an atheist, all you have to do is not believe in God. Right. 
That's all you have to do. Or don't have, and it's not even a God. It's just don't have any belief specifically in any specific God. Right. And that's enough to make you an atheist. That makes you an atheist. And so you can then, from there, go nuts. Yeah, there, from, there, from that point. There's that, nothing that, that, that you have to do after that point to make you an atheist. Right. An atheist could believe so, that, that oppression is good and, right. and that a giant pickle monster lives under the right. sea. But just because we all recognize that we have... Um, that, that certain issues are, 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 are in our best interest. Right. Right. So, so living in a secular society is in our best interest. Right. Right. It, it but I wasn't told that by some atheist you know, preacher. Right. Yeah. You know, exactly. Like, no, clearly that's just in my best interest. Just like being a member of any group. Right. Right. Any non-religious group. Yeah, it's not you, like you can identify what is in your best interest. If you're it's a group not of like dentists, white, it's not like white folks have meetings about what's in our best interest. Right. We just know. We just seem to have a pretty good handle on it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Very good point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I, I think that I think that you've you've found the hole in his arguing. Yes. Well done. Uh, do I, why don't you bring up a, another straw man? Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. From your, because you've got a, you've got a precious little article in front of you. My, mine is super precious. Um, believing in God, believing in God is the same as believing in the tooth fairy, Santa Claus, and the flying spaghetti monster. Okay. That's, that's what that's, he's that's saying. That's what saying we say. The atheists say. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and what, this is like our big argument. And what, and what does he have to say about that? Um, he says... Um, what I love about this well-worn atheist argument is that it actually serves to demonstrate how vastly different a belief in God is to these myths and imaginations. When one honestly assesses the Judeo-Christian doctrine of God, he will find multiple thousands of years of human testimony and religious development. He will find martyrs enduring the most horrific trauma in defense of the faith. He will find accounts in religious texts with historical and geographical corroboration, etc. These facts are, of course, not proofs, but rather evidences that elicit strong consideration. Pit this against tales of the Tooth Fairy, Santa, and Spaghetti Monsters, and one finds the exact opposite. No testimony or religious refinements, no martyrs, no historical and geographical corroboration, etc. Instead, one finds myths created intentionally for children, for point-making, or for whatever. It's straw man argumentation at its worst. He's accusing us of the straw man. Yes. Yeah. Uh, In this case, I don't think he set up a straw man because uh, I've heard plenty of atheists say that. I have. Yeah. Uh, What he's saying and what this what my guy says, too. uh, Interesting that they would make the same argument. It's almost as if they've all read each other. (laughs) Uh, He is that uh, is is this idea that. testimonials from other folks mm-hmm. are evidence right and that's uh that's a thing to right. them uh yeah. that's and and that's not not a thing you know the fact that a million people have believed however one of the problems that they expose themselves to with that argument is well if the number of people who have said it's true is meaningful right I'm going to have to go with like either Hinduism or Taoism. Yeah, exactly. Cuz they're kicking your ice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
Um, you know, and like or Buddhism, yeah, something like that. What, what, what I, what I, the problem that I have with him picking this up as, you know, one of his like, this is this is what atheists always argue, blah 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 blah, and it's like, but I like when I hear this argue, this isn't an argument for atheism. No, this is this is this is to point out a hole in their thinking. Exactly. But I mean, it does it is it does point out. I mean, it is a hole in their thinking. The truth is that, like, however, I, I mean, I guess you you sh- and I think we as atheists should probably lay off of that one. I, in the, in I've the, always it's, been a little uncomfortable with it, to be honest. It's not. It's not the same. Mm-mm. It's no. they're they're right that like the historical context of it means something. They they need what 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 I think atheists need to start doing is instead of talking about the tooth fairy and Santa Claus, um, or the Easter Bunny, you hear that one thrown in. Yeah. Um, we should actually throw in actual deities that our that are revered yeah. by other other. Religions, right? Yeah, don't say don't say tooth Ble- fairy and Easter know, bunny. Say say, the, say Vishnu. Yeah, say yeah, say any any other god. Right. That's common. Say Allah, or or bring up the Greek gods. Sure, those were actually venerated gods that people believed existed, right? But bringing up something like the tooth fairy or Santa Claus, it actually talk about putting somebody completely uh, on the defensive right you're basically saying look at how silly you are yeah it's it's demeaning it's not a nice argument well i think that's um, what's appealing about it for that is so what many. it's appealing but if we, if we're if we're trying to be nicer atheists which some of us are which, which we're trying <laughs> we're trying you and i are trying to be nice we're trying to be nice atheists there are plenty of um, atheists that aren't trying to be nice yeah but. yeah but if if you dear listener are one of these people who's trying to be nice it's not about the tooth fairy. Right. It's not about the Easter bunny. It's right. about if you want to go down this path of, of this kind of argument of like, well, well, you're, what about belief in other gods? And how do you explain away those other gods so easily? And why should I, why should I trust you and your God when they're, like you said, if it's just a numbers game, you know, millions, hundreds of millions of adherents of, of other yeah, billions other religious, you know, traditions that go back even further than Christianity that are older. And so historically have more have have had more. Right. Exactly. You know, you know, there's so yeah. one of the one of the arguments that uh, that I, I saw, still think it's a great argument, but it's but yeah, you got to be. Uh, yeah, if you're having that discussion, then don't be dismissive. Right. Uh, I do. It is interesting. I've seen people. I've I've seen Christians talk about how uh, how. So one of the things that um, that atheists. Uh, where is it? What? I swear that it was on this. That was that it was. I was trying to let this guy speak for speak for himself on this one, and I can't find the argument that he's saying atheists say, which is the concept that um, that. If you were born into, if you had, you know, the fact that you are a Christian is because you were born into a Christian society. Oh, that was one of mine. Oh, that was one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, again, this is, this is where it becomes applicable. I mean, they're saying, well, that means that, that, that takes, that demeans my ability to think and reason. Right. Well, no, it doesn't. Right. It's just a fact. Yeah. Y- you, if you were born Hindu. If you were born into a Hindu family, 
I guess a what? <laughs> that, I don't know why an Italian has to answer that. But you're going to be Hindu. It's just, that's just math. Just look at the yeah. numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Is it a well, coincidence that all the Hindus happen to be born in the same area and all the Christians happen to be born in the same area and all the Jews? I mean, it's how God set the whole thing up. God's like, oh, send another Jew kid down to that family, yeah. and we'll send a Christian kid over to, oh, shoot, I put that Christian into a Hindu family. Well, he'll find his way he'll out. He'll figure it out. And he'll I sent, go I sent, wandering. Yeah. Right, exactly. He'll <laughs> he'll be the weirdo of the family. That'll, that'll, that'll fuck him up. Oh, shit, I keep sending atheists down Ooh. into all of these families. Shit. Uh, well, here's another one. Uh-huh. Uh, Chris, uh, Christianity arose from an ancient and ignorant people who didn't have science. That, that's what he's saying that mm-hmm. we say that we right? say um and so he says indeed those ancient ignorant people who believed in the virgin birth of christ must have believed it because they did not possess the knowledge of how babies were born <laughs> goodness the virgin birth of christ was profound and of paramount uh, concern to the ancients precisely because they understood that conception was impossible without intercourse i really don't get what he thinks well, I love is, that because, going on because it, yes, he, so the 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 headline doesn't have the straw man. The no. headline has a, the actual argument, right? Which is, yeah, we're we're looking at Bronze Age philosophy and right. trying to call it real, right? And but then he's like, but look, of course they understand birth, right? Well, yeah, they understood birth. They didn't <laughs> understand like lightning. <laughs> So when that started crashing down around them, they were terrified and they right. just decide, oh, that's God or, oh, that's this or that. You know, right. when, when, when it wouldn't rain enough for the crops, well, we've pissed God off. So we better do something nice, you know, and burn an animal to make him happy. Well, it, but again, that's the thing. Happy, so. That's the thing. They take, they take an argument that's real mm-hmm. and then they throw in the straw man just to, to, to make sure that it's easy to take down. Indeed. Uh, the burden of proof, this guy says, is on the theists. I've heard that many times from atheist mouths. That that the burden of proof proof is on the theists. He it says is. he says no, it isn't. <laughs> While the burden of proof might be might vary depending on whether you're talking about science or law. In almost all instances, the burden of proof lies with the deviation from the norm. A man who claims he can run a mile in one minute, in one minute, while the world's best athletes can't break the three-minute mark, has the burden of proving that he can do it. Right now, about ninety percent of the world's population believe that there is a supreme being. I question that figure. <laughs> uh, plus, throughout known history, even back to the days of the caveman, humans have believed in some sort of god. These points are enough to clearly establish theism as the normal state. It is therefore up to the atheists to make their case for the deviation. Well, no, uh, incorrect. Uh, his uh, his 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 runner is 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 uh, makes our point for us, which is that it's not about what's deviating from the norm; it's about who's making a positive claim. Yeah. And if you are making a positive claim that yep. there is a thing, mm-hmm. then the burden of proof is on you yes. to back up that claim with evidence. Yeah, we're not saying that there's anything. We're not saying there is or isn't. We're right. just saying, I see no evidence for it, and until I do, I will withhold belief. Exactly. Thank you very much. Yes. So nothing to prove or disprove. Right. Yeah. Nothing. I, I'm not making a claim here. No. You're making a claim. Yeah. So go that ahead. There's and- this magical guy... Who like 
does shit for you and created the planet. Grants wishes, but only sometimes and yeah. not really, but but we're pretty sure he does. Right. And, uh, and, 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 but it's our responsibility to show that he's not there. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Yeah. Sorry, dude. You, That's you, not how it works. You've got it wrong. <laughs> um, it's just so weird. You know, what I have found that's interesting is that it's more fun for me to read, if I'm going to read these articles, it's more fun for me to try and figure out what they've got right than what they've got wrong. Like, if they can challenge me, I'm actually interested. If they can actually, like, come up with something that's good, uh-huh. suddenly I'm like, oh, good for you guys. I will not use that argument anymore because you've actually taken it down a little bit. Mm. Sort of thing, like what we were saying about the uh, the the flying spaghetti monster, or the or the you know the tooth fairy or whatever. Right. That's a great thing to learn. Uh-huh. Don't use that. They're much better. Use Thor. It's yeah. much better. <laughs> use Vishnu. Use Krishna. Yeah. 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 Do you have any more that you wanted to bring up that um, that made well, you I, giggle? I thought this one, not even so much making me giggle. This one, um, it, I, I I was almost surprised to see it on the list. Right. Um, and he says that atheists go around saying that history is full of mother-child messiah cults, trinity godheads, and the like. Thus, the Christian story is a myth, like the rest. Hmm. And yes, we say that. Mm-hmm. That something very similar has come out of my mouth. Right. Um, and uh, he says this argument seems insurmountable on the surface, <laughs> but it is. But it re- But is really a slow pitch across the plate. There is no arguing the fact that history is full of similar stories found in the Bible, and I won't take the time to recount them here, but this fact should not be surprising in the least. Indeed, if history had no similar stories, it would be reason for concern. Anything beautiful always has replicas. A counterfeit coin does not prove the non-existence of the authentic coin. It proves the exact opposite. A thousand U2 cover bands is not evidence that U2 is a myth. Ah, but does that address the fact that some of these stories were told before the biblical account? <laughs> True. But but imagine if the only story of a messianic virgin birth, death and resurrection were contained in the New Testament that to me, that to me would be odd. It would be odd because if all people everywhere had God as their creator, yet the central event of human history, the game-changing event of all the ages, the incarnation, death, and resurrection of Christ had never occurred to them in at least some hazy form, they would have been completely cut off from the prime mysteries of human existence. What? It seems only natural <laughs> that if the advent of Christ was real, it would permeate through the consciousness of mankind on some level, regardless of their place in history. Before it happens. Before it happens. Oh my God. One should expect to find mankind replicating these stories found in their own visions and dreams again and again throughout history. And indeed, that is what we find. But what is it? But I will add to this what is interesting is that the the the, the, the mother child uh, messiah cults uh in particular were something that was that that was a, a phenomenon in that one specific region for a specific period of time right yeah oh yeah they were happening all over the place but it wasn't like it's not like the incas no you know no or 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 the hindus or the hindus or, the Chinese or, or yeah or whatever you look around the world yeah. at everybody and not be quite so you know, focused on one little part of the world. 
and I'm sorry, the whole thing just falls all apart. And I'm going to start counterfeiting coins on the hope that eventually the real coin will actually pop up. Well, if because the thing is, if that <laughs> coin is supposed to pop up, it should already sort of be resonating it's, in your mind. It's in the collective unconscious it's already. there, already. just waiting to be plugged. I'm just going to start counterfeiting so different money than what's actually being currently produced. Put the, your face on it. I'll, I'll be president someday. You never know. Well, you won't be. But well, I know you. you but, I know but, you won't vote for but, me. But, <laughs> I know, that is, that's actually a really good question. Would I vote for you? <laughs> Better not answer. It's probably best not to. Um, that's amazing. Wow, the mental like twists and turns that, that, that guy had to go through to get to that. No, it's more faith promoting if it did happen that way. And you just see the people's heads in the audience. Oh, yeah. I, I just, oh, as you're reading it. I'm, he's so smart. And I was feeling so smart because I'm like, I know the counter. I mean, God, it just happens beforehand. And he, and then suddenly he's like, but what if it happens beforehand? It's even better. <laughs> it makes more sense now. It's like, it's like every argument that you could ever possibly make. Yeah. Is the best thing that ever happened. Right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, well, no, that's just that's just proof that it is true. Right. Exactly. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? How could that be proof that it's true? Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, there are so many uh, of these articles out here. We we started to watch a video that Russell Brand Dear made God, no. uh, that was like him countering Stephen Fry and Russell Brand annoys me anyway but oh my god i was just like get to a point ever so we just turned it off but he's doing the same thing i mean it's mm -hmm. just it's just it's a very interesting thing we just thought we'd throw it out there be on the lookout for the for the straw men of the world but you know what if the, in the end they don't really mean anything now this is this is not a it's i'm i have decided i am against debating mm with theists there's just no point to it there's no point you will never achieve much of anything maybe no. maybe you know matt dillahunty when he was on our show he said that he said that he's had people tell him that you know his debates were the reason why somebody came out of you know figured out not to be theist anymore that's fine yeah but for every one of those there's a you know there's a dozen who are put off by it i think i think or who dig in their heels i just think be you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if someone you know, have so, a good have a good conversation about it. Right. Don't debate. Here's the deal. But don't I'm, allow don't allow any straw man either. Right. I'm not gonna like, you know, I again, I'm not gonna be one who's out, you know, doing what Matt Dillahunty's doing. Sure. First of but, all, we wouldn't be as good at, at it as he no. Is. That is, I mean, he's great at it. Yeah. Um. But I'm not gonna discount. What his experiences have been. No. He's had people come up and tell him that. I think that's great. I, he's I out believe there, him. He's out, yeah. there, he's out there doing the good work the way that he sees his role as being. And, yeah. I, and, I, and I applaud him for it. So, um, yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, he's – and especially if it's, if it's on a college campus or whatever. Yeah. That's, that's more interesting to me. Yeah. But, like, face-to-face -face with another person – First of all, just uh, just don't don't let anybody get away with straw man arguments. Learn learn the fallacies, people. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and and don't let them get away with it. Dear but also, God, no. you don't need to you don't need to challenge them. You don't need. Uh, you can gently just declare your own belief, and just uh, just try to try to get them at least to understand your perspective. Mm. 
It's not about making them believe it. Why don't we just try to understand each other? Yeah. You can even listen to them. Ask honest questions. What? What? (laughs) No. I won't do it. And this is why I'm not voting for you, Dan. Oh, that's right. I forgot. (laughs) My campaign is no honest questions. (laughs) All right. Well, if you'd like to chime in. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure you guys have shit to say about yeah. this. I'm sure. Send us it. your best straw man. Yeah, yeah. If you guys yeah. have seen some good straw man arguments out there, yeah. send them on in. Uh, our the way to reach us is uh, to write into the podcast podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. You can always leave us a voicemail by dialing 424-666-8442. We love we love it when you do we that. We sure do. It's great. Um, you can go to the Facebook page facebook.com/tgiatheist or also on Facebook you can search for the TGIA members only lounge. It is a closed group so you have to request to join. And then uh, you get approved yeah. because you're a listener and, and you'll let, be a real atheist. Yeah, that's what we do. We let you in if you're a listener. Um, <laughs> go to thankgodimatheist.com yes. and click on the joyride button mm-hmm. and uh, and pony up. <laughs> Pay your tithing, people. That's a that's a commandment from Dan. That is. Right uh, yeah, just get, help, us, help us to make this show uh, the best that it can be. And, and We're working be a part hard of it. on it. And, uh, and we appreciate we want it to be better so much uh what what you guys are what you guys are giving it's, it's absolutely it's great uh all right and thanks to uh mckenzie for all the hard work she does on the facebook page and of course thanks to the red rock hot club for letting us use their music and thank you guys for all listening to us we sure do think you're peachy <laughs> bye-bye